You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Pro sports, pro sports, aren't what they used to be in the season of COVID-19. Bumble playoffs, basketball, hockey, and no fans at the MLB. But when you're talking football, hard-hitting football, basketball. you know we talk that shit all night. Cause there's still those same old drunk-ass fanboys who never get their runtime tight. You, 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 you see the heart of the sportscast is still beating. Cause PJ and TM are still breathing. Now the other sports can go back a seating. Cause the heart of the sportscast, heart of the sportscast is still beating. Detroit Jersey Hey Rutgers, baby. Hey <laughs> uh, Welcome back everybody. We are here. The sports cast. I know everybody's been fucking missing us so much. Damn. Uh shit talking so uh, much fucking nonsense about uh, dribbling balls and shit god god forbid back, 27 okay? straight weeks of us doing a show without missing a beat and you know we take a week off and you think that it's fucking the end of uh, all things binge media Woo! Wait, but maybe as i choke on bourbon maybe we're needed they need us we're back we're here for you yes we are here we are back and of course we are here covering the NCAA tournament. Um, we had talked last week, TM, about doing a pre-show and you know an analysis show, which, by all things that happened this past weekend, nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we we made the right decision. <laughs> so yes, we are here to talk the NCAA tournament. Um, other than that, though, TM, are you getting pumped up for baseball? We oh, are. Oh, God, of course I am. One week? One week away? It's been. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm very excited about baseball, but I am keeping my distance. Just be, you know, just because why? I mean, what am I really watching? Lindor's homering every day this week. Amazing. Very excited. Give the guy his 300 plus million, please. I, I don't. The, the new regime that is the New York Mets front office, let's not make the same mistakes. What, you know? pulling your dick out and taking pictures of it? Sure. That was not okay. <laughs> One month of employment, sir. Let Can you get past – why does everybody have to harp on that? Who fucking cares? I don't care. He got us Lindor. Nice pee-pee. Uh, bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Let's get this guy signed. The Wilpons have never signed them. You know, clean drop. Good for you. I've been drinking, waiting to do this show for three hours. Let's I fucking did, I did, did we Did we start with basketball or are we talking about Deshaun Watson here? Jeez. Oh, zinga. Zinga. We got sports in two minutes. We are on point tonight. No, but I agree with baseball because the Tigers, like if you look at the notifications I get for how many games they're winning in spring training, I'm like, whoa. Look at us go. And then you know it's all bullshit. I mean. 
Yeah, it's I'm ready for the long haul. I'm ready for the sport to be on my television every night till my wife t- tells me to turn it off. I can't wait for Thursday afternoon games where I cut out of work. There's just so much good in a in a real baseball season and we're going to get our 162, you know, God willing. Everything seems to be working, you know, toward in terms of COVID. So, let's go, man. Good expectations for the Mets. Um, I'm just – yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for normality. And I feel that that should be where we start tonight in terms of the tournament because, like you said, I mean, you know about one team. I know about zero teams. Well, I know about how bad Duke is. Right. but well, And I thought I knew about tor- nine teams. Well, yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> I thought you knew about one conference, but that was a big – but anyway, yeah, I mean, hey, listen, I think we did the right thing. The two of us just kind of said, hey, let's watch the first weekend and then do a show. And a little little tiff over text message with Chad C., although I don't know if I was misconstruing his words. But the bottom line is I think you and I have sat this weekend, caught as many games as we could, and get anything off the ground and lost their prize possession. And – uh from the announcers to the actual play on the court, um, I, I really feel that this is on the level of tournaments, and I have been completely engulfed in it. I deposited back in FanDuel. I mean, I'm gambling again. It was a great six weeks off, but I'm back. And uh, yeah, I'm watching sports, and the fact that it's basketball is one thing, and just the fact that it's the I forgot how great of an event this is because of last year. And I I get all the feels, you know, I feel the drama. I understand and remember I'm having like flashbacks to all the great tournaments and games I've watched in the past. I've been to some of these games. I mean, it's just excellent. It's such a good time. And I I think you felt the same way. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I'm totally, you got a a dog in the fight too, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what, where he's he's he is talking about the over the overriding kind of issue with college basketball in general which i mean that's for that's a completely different argument you know if you want to talk about one and duns versus um whatever that that's a completely different argument or 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 conversation this is like you said as close to what we are going to get Minus fans, of course, of any sporting event or any, you know, uh, final or championship tournament as as close as we're going to get. You know, it's it's the NBA in a bubble. They did it without fans and everybody, you know, praised the NBA for what they did. And the NCAA has kind of, at this point, made it work. You know, we've got five days off now in between weekends. We'll see what happens. Four days, whatever it is. Um, yeah. You know, whether some teams test positive or or something, you know, weird happens where a team, you know, doesn't get to play this upcoming weekend. And that, that TM is going to be uh, the big question mark is as we get deeper into the tournament and uh, a possible buy is on the horizon, I think that's where people are going to get a little 
upset, well, sure. you, right? You're now VCU against Oregon first round. VCU had a cluster of positive tests, and they it's a no contest. You know, I mean, it, it, essentially, you call it a buy. That's what it is. It's basically a forfeit. So Oregon got a free ride to the second round. Now, you seem to have a little bit more of an issue with it than I do. I just really didn't put too much thought into it when I saw it come up. Um, on t- I saw it on Twitter, and it probably took another 40 minutes for any of the networks to actually mention it, which I found interesting. But aside from that, I mean, what else can they do? You know, I, oh, mean, no, I, don't, what have, I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with it. I mean, you have, it, it is what it is. You make a good point. Like now that if that if that happens in the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight, yeah, the Elite that's Eight a to go to the Final Four, it's gonna, right? It's gonna de it's gonna delegitimize the tournament. That's a big yeah. I don't see it happening though. Right, and when you're talking about game of the weekend, that was my only issue with it. And and it's it, again, it's not an issue. It's just Oregon comes out and they haven't played. They haven't played in a week. And yes, there is a argument that can be, well, they're rusty. But they also didn't just play a day and a half ago in a, you know, knockout round situation. They get to sit back. They get to practice. You know, they get to to start uh, uh, preparing for one of two teams. And as soon as that game's over, they are preparing for the next. They're probably practicing that night for their, mm. you know what I mean? Like... Watching film, getting ready, yeah. Whereas, as I mean, you know, not for nothing though. We can, you can, you can make that argument. But now that we're, we're, it's hindsight. Let's just look at what happened. I mean, Iowa played zero defense. I mean, you know, there was ninety six points or something around that scored in the first half. I mean, Garza had thirty something points in the game. Iowa did everything they do on offense. They just played no defense. Oh yeah, and so that's I, Iowa. I mean, if, want to break down the game to hell with Iowa. They did the same thing that they did all season when they played a good team. They fucking sucked. You're <laughs> like absolutely right. At, right. And that's yeah. a big 10 team. You know, you've saw it. I, I, you know, I don't, I've done an, I've heard enough of the discussion yesterday and today to understand that they never, they never won the big game this season. And, no. you know, you have the number one player in the country, yeah. But, and when they yeah. like played Sports Michigan, got something points, which is a lot in 40 minutes. Yeah. And they just, you know, they, they did nothing besides that. They played no defense. I was never impressed with Iowa. But that being said, it's still, I mean, you're a two seed. And even if you were a five seed, like you, you can't get manhandled like that, regardless of what happened with Oregon the day before. So I don't mean and, to come on here also, and bitch about and it. And right? also to pile on Iowa. Yes, <laughs> um, which I'm I'm all for. That's fine. Yeah, like UCL. Like, okay, so the so the play-in games last Thursday. Yeah, I found myself checking scores until because I found the UCLA Michigan State game to be a game where I was like, okay, I've seen both of these teams play in the regular season. I know enough about Michigan State. I hate them. I want them to lose. Yes. I'm going to watch this game. And I did. And I was so into it. And I was impressed with UCLA and just happy that they, you know, took it to the Spartans. And that got me into the tournament, honestly. The Thursday night playing games really got me. I was like, after that night, I stayed up, I watched it, and I was like, I can't believe I get noon games tomorrow. I'm fucking into this. You know, we're back, baby. Let's go. Oh, and absolutely. Yeah. And 
So you get UCLA playing on Saturday. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just fumbling over my bracket right here. Okay, so they got BYU, and BYU was like, oh, UCLA is going to get trucked. You know, BYU almost beat the only team that almost beat Gonzaga, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. But here is the argument against the Oregon thing. UCLA's already got a game in hand, and they fucking came out guns blazing, and BYU could never catch up. And so there's the example of the team that's already played a game, and there's the advantage. And that's why when everybody was like, oh, Oregon bullshit, I was like, well, now wait a minute. Now they have to come in 10 days, no game. You know, yeah, should, but I, now, you know, advantage. they're comfortable in the venue. They've already shot there, all that bullshit. And Iowa just got fucking blown out of the gym. They, you know, it's yeah. no. And of course, yeah, there are there are arguments both ways, because what you can say with BYU is, well, they got fucked because they only had two days prepare for an opponent where everybody else gets four or five days to prepare for their opponent. Um, point. Another point. Because they don't know if they're going to play Michigan State or UCLA. But to your point, yes, um, I was watching the Michigan State game that night as well. I wasn't super impressed with either team differently for both halves. Michigan State came out blazing, better, looking better than I've seen them play a lot of this year. And then they just shit the bed. What, What did you make of the Tom Izzo argument with his player, I think, uh, Malcolm Brown or whatever. Yeah, going into halftime. Going into halftime. Because they made a huge deal about it here after the game. Like, that is the reason they lost. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it just, it, it like, went to the next level with Izzo well, and I, him. Yeah, I just felt that during halftime, it was being debunked on Twitter by, like, Draymond Green, ex-players from Michigan State saying, hey, look, that's that's normal. I kind of, you know, heard them because they were reporting that on the national telecast. They were like, oh, well, this guy tweeted this and this. It's no big deal. So I kind of just took it. That's Izzo's kind of the way that he coaches, right? It's kind of like brotherly, like fatherly love, like, you know, like, dad, leave me alone. Like, I got it. I understand. And then your dad, you know, but. At that point, well, Michigan State's winning. Player yelled at its, its teammate, right? And then yeah. going into the locker room, Izzo tried to coach him, and the kid basically, you know, yeah. without us reading lips, was just like, "Yo, fuck you, coach." Right. And so he was grabbing him by the jersey, like, "No, no, 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 not fuck me." Right. You're Get over fucking here. Listen to what I'm going to say. I've had coaches do that to me in high school. Yeah, of course. Listen, listen it's it's the participation trophy age, you know, right. like. Don't anyway, fuck yourself, guys. <laughs> we're talking. This is this is a play-in game we're fucking talking about here. But good, good for Michigan State. Way to go. Way to lose. You know, sixteen to three run in the last four minutes of regulation and overtime. Look at that UCLA coach who I don't like. I mean, I, I can't stand the guy's face. But he said after the game, he goes, "Look, neither of us should have been in this game. We had good enough seasons where we shouldn't have been playing in." And I'm sure it was a money grab game because the other three games, who the hell were those teams even playing? And then you have two major uh, schools when it comes yeah, to Yeah, but college. I would argue, like Michigan State, dude, I mean, they were like nine. No, they, they were. They shouldn't have been there. The only reason why they were there is they because they beat us as the two seed the last game of the season when it literally meant nothing to us because we had already won the Big five, Ten. Five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. So. 
Uh, but yeah, and the, the way the weekends played out, it shows even less that they should have. There should not have been nine teams from that conference anyway. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and they shouldn't even consider nine teams because Michigan State doesn't really fucking count. Fucking sixty seventh team in. Way to go. <laughs> anyway, all right. So since then, since then, look at UCLA. I mean, uh, it's crazy. I like it's I crazy. like the players. I don't like the coach though. Yeah. All right, so, okay, first round. So we had a Friday-Saturday first round, which I didn't even know until the selection show uh, uh, the previous Sunday when they're like, games on Friday and Saturday. I'm like, what What the fuck are you talking about? Friday yeah. and Saturday. Um, but at that point, we had we didn't know about Virginia. We didn't know about uh, who was the other team. There was another team that was... Um, dealing with COVID at that point. And they actually had backup teams. Teams oh, ready to... F- that. You didn't know this? So yeah, no. there were... The last four in... Or, the, or I'm sorry, the last four out were actually considered like replacement teams. So hmm. selections show Sunday to... The Tuesday at 5 p.m. or whatever it was when they had to declare that they had enough players to, you know, that had five days of negative tests because Virginia, I think, left the um, ACC conference tournament that Saturday or Friday or whatever it was. And so then they had to have five days of negative tests and any player that tested five days of negative by Tuesday at five, then they would make a decision whether or not they were going to go to Indiana or Indianapolis. Right. Right. Um, so, but those four last four out teams were actually backup teams, which is shit. Should have one of, they should have brought one of those in for Georgetown. Fucking <laughs> Doors plus embarrassing. <laughs> anyway. But, so uh, yeah. that's interesting. Nice. Okay. So we had our first day Friday, um, and I had actually kind of forgotten about it because it didn't happen Thursday, right? And it was Friday, and before I knew it, it was like 2 o'clock on Friday, and I turned on whatever those first games were and was like, oh. Had that like feeling of I'm, at my, I'm in my house working where usually I'm at the office trying to hide my dual screens of watching the ends of games, you know? Exactly, yes. And um, – but yeah, dude, I had an awesome time watching this, and and we don't need to go through every single game, but just being able to sit down on a Friday night or weekend tournament night, five o'clock, seven o'clock, nine o'clock. I mean, it was eleven thirty at night. Everybody in my house is asleep, and I'm watching the end of these games, remembering what this tournament is all about, and it's awesome. It's just awesome. It's the intensity on the court is. You know, it's like playoff hockey. I mean, you just it's it's on another level. You know, checking in on a Tuesday night to a to a fucking college basketball game when there was no fans in the stands, it was just like, okay, anything but this, you know. I just I just couldn't do it. But this, it's got it's still got the feel and the and I know <laughs> and I agreed with you, the announcers from your game yesterday were fucking terrible. Oh. I, I you're not wrong. But the good announcers really paint the picture here and they bring you to that place, you know, where you're just like, uh, and I mean, the game's this 12 point game and, but you still think the other team has a chance because you've seen it done so many times. And, uh, 
yeah, the, just the drama. This tournament really is special. And we've all, we've known this our whole lives, but last year it disappeared. And, you know, we needed, I needed this weekend to get back into it, you know, and I'm so into it now. Like, yeah, I can't wait for fucking Saturday. Yeah. No, <laughs> I can't wait for this U- USC Oregon game Sunday night. Like the fact that these two teams from the same conference are matching up. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's awesome. And you're, you're a hundred percent right. It, uh, I think it was Nance and, and Rafferty were one of the first games. And I don't know if it was the Ohio State game or whatever, but that was, you know, it was Friday night. It was like 5 o'clock beer, you know, happy hour time. And we're all – and it was nice here. Like the weather's starting to change. We're kind of outside in the patio. We're jumping inside. We're jumping outside, checking in on a game. Fucking awesome, man. I can't – I can't – say enough about the feeling that you get from this tournament and actually actually what i want to say is fuck you chad c this is awesome (laughs) he's gonna be so mad you said that he's been arguing back and forth with us about this Um, he says yeah i mean you're you're you said something early on about what you know what his argument is i don't really know what he's really complaining about but to me, it sounds like he's complaining about the caliber of play. Now, look, Chad, we know you played. But until I see you beat Jim Law one-on-one on a basketball court, you suck to me. So let's get that out of the way. Now, the other thing. So Sunday night, for some reason, my wife allowed me to watch these these night games on the nights I decided to watch them. And I think it's got a lot to do with Rutgers because Rutgers was playing West Coast and – <clears throat> or not West Coast, but they were in the West bracket. They were the late games. And my brother went to Rutgers. It was a family thing. We were all getting into it. They won. They beat Clemson. That was fucking great. And they actually blew it against Houston. I mean, they didn't score a basket in the last five minutes of the game. It was over if they would have put one fucking layup in. Yeah. They went, they, I, they, so Houston went on like a 15 to missed, 2 run or something, right? Yeah. He missed the alley oop dunk and. It bounced like to the top of the key. Houston grabs the rebound. Guy dribbles right down the court, hits a three. And it wasn't even for the lead, but that was the backbreaker of the game. Because Houston, I felt like I was watching a fucking soccer match. These guys are falling all over the court. This guy's hips could bother him. This guy's ankle. They're pathetic. Syracuse is going to destroy that team, by the way. You can you heard it here first. I mean, I've already got my money. Said nobody this. ever about Syracuse ever. Fuck Syracuse, dude. They are yeah, here. but Syracuse is a tournament team. They're, listen, they're no, they're not. Teams. They're just they they just are good because they cheat. They don't they, cheat. They play a two three zone that no. How does the fucking coach? What is his name? Huggins from West Virginia. West Virginia. Hey, pal, were you not in the same Big East conference with? Bayheim for how many fucking years? Say, you don't fucking break that defense. You've never show. seen Syracuse play basketball ever. <laughs> he played them every fucking season. Oh, it's a joke. He looks like fucking the dude from Lebowski on the sideline, and he's got his fucking West Virginia chain hanging out of his shirt. And you don't know it. What a what a disgrace! But I had the under, and I won, so it doesn't matter. Um, but I think it's Syracuse. Loyola Chicago, here we go again, right? I mean, it's almost annoying. Yeah, I'm a little annoyed this time, though. I'm not a fan this time. I don't want them to win. I don't know. Is that that wrong? Does that make me a non-Catholic or something? But I just don't like it. It don't matter. Fuck them. Yeah. And uh, and UCLA, I I love. 
just yeah, that was, the they're putting in. That was a Everybody shellacking last night. Holy. Well, that should have been, though. I mean, that Albion, whatever they are, Albion Christian, they can't score. I don't know how Texas lost that game. 22 turnovers is how they lost. But, I mean, if they could have put the ball in the basket, you know, the, the other, you know, Christian can't score. I don't know. But that's the tournament, right? That's so the drama. Right. I'm pulling for a team. I'm pulling for those higher, those lower seeds, the early rounds. Right. And, but and, now, now you settle into these sixteen. Now I want to see good basketball, and I want certain teams out, and I want I want some of the big dogs. Like I want to see Gonzaga, Michigan. I want to see, I guess Baylor and Gonzaga, Michigan, because that fucking Midwest is a disaster. I don't like any of those teams. Yeah, well, yeah, Oregon State beating. How did that happen? I Oklahoma didn't get that's State. One of the games I didn't get to watch. Yeah. So I I had picked up or had watched. Um, Turned it on at some point, and Cunningham just hadn't scored at all. He was like two for whatever, and the the announcers at that point were just saying like, you know, he needs to do more of this. Like he needs to get to the bass. Like I think at that point he had two points. Let me see what he ended up having. Right. Well, because because they were saying he had twenty four. He ended up with twenty four. But when I saw it in the first half, he was. Oh, you're talking. You're watching early. Okay. Yeah, this was super early. But I mean the the first half they got outscored forty four to thirty. I mean that's when they lost the game, and they yes. were just kind of talking that Cade Cunningham needed to step up and needed to take the game over, and he just he he wasn't. And then yeah, and then and a post game report I heard was why didn't Cade Cunningham touch the ball in the last four minutes or something like that? Okay, but the yes, game was that, already in hand at that point. Yeah, yeah excellent, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, so Tim, before we go on. Yes. We have some Google Voice. Let's listen to those. Let's and, and that may give us a few more topics to talk about with the tournament here. Um and actually we got a Google text. Maybe the first of first for us. For us for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's and it's not even it's not even like spam. It's an actual text. So I'm going to read that um after we get to these. So um Interesting. Let's Take a breather and listen to this for a second. Sorry, TM, I cut you off there. That's okay. No, I didn't say anything, actually. I know that's your line. Actually, I think it's your line. Um, (laughs) So, TM. I typed it right on the Facebook post today because I had to think about it. (laughs) Let's put the binge guest number. (laughs) So, guess what I am drinking right now, TM? A hop slam. No. Dude, it's not hop slam season. Come on. It's Oberon season. It's spring. Uh, uh, it's Bell's Oberon season. 
All right. All right. I'm drinking some. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's an Omegang New England style pale ale. It's, it's delicious, actually. It's got rainbow in the name, though. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, nice. Oberon. Forgot about that one. Can't wait. Package li- literally bottled on three zero three, so about as fresh as you can get. Damn. Uh, and, and it's not even my favorite, but I do love it as a springtime. Like I think they are bottling it year round if you're in Florida and shit. But here and in the northern states, it's a it's the spring summer beer. And I think yesterday was actually Oberon Day. So find it, live it, love it. Yes. All right, here we go. Um, this is a new caller, everybody. <laughs> let's just listen to what this says. Here we go. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the Mets. <laughs> let's talk about this is the year that we win the East. Understood that the Braves are still strong, but they're they're not going to have as good of a season. It's always regression every year. The Phillies, I think Harper's still going to choke. Um, the Nats aren't going to be as good, and the Marlins will be competitive. But I, I really think this is. This is the Mets year. I think we get 90 wins. Um, I think I think Lindor is a huge addition. These are the, this is the ground's going to win 20 games. We're going to have a better bullpen. Um, I think this is the year. Let's go Mets. Yeah. Capable. <laughs> oh, get out of here with that Twins nonsense. Fuck yeah, Tory. That's my boy from fucking Jersey calling in. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I agree with everything you said, Tori. Let's fucking go Mets. Let's fucking go Mets. Um, I love that. There's regression every year with the Braves. I don't, the Braves, there's going to be regression in their pitching, I guarantee, because I don't know what the fuck that was last year. You hear but, this? Uh, it's it's going to be a tough division. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, go fuck yourself. Oh, my God. I thought Tech Diff. No, that's that's my Braves uh, tomahawk. That's uh, you're a Lions next fan. You're, you're a Lions fan. You're a Tigers fan. You root for the zoo. You can't come back. Hey, hey, I can have I can have an NL team as as well as an AL team. <sighs> Don't get mad because the Braves took it to you last year. Took it to us. What are you talking about? We were on the rise. We're still on the rise. Francisco Lindor. Okay, three hundred million, forty homers. 40-40, turning turn double plays. Like, come on, get out of here. Mets all the way. Mets all the way. <laughs> Hashtag LFMG. Let's go. LFGM. God damn it. I never get it right the first time. Let's go, fucking Mets. Let's, Let's go. go. Yeah, Tori. Uh, Tori, yes. Thank you for calling in. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be a fun year. New I blood. will make. Blood I will. Mets organization. I was going to say, TM, you and your boys, this is your, this is your year. So, as always, we need the Mets call in every the weekly. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's coming. Don't worry. What? It, so it was. It was the MLB the, shop fucked up my order, or shit would have started already. I ordered new T-shirt, new hat. They sent me this garbage. I had to send it back. So it's coming back. Don't worry. Get well, ready. So we can't have the David Wright jersey in the background and. <laughs> Well, I think I have Syndergaard and Harvey. So, no, we're not going to have Harvey anymore. But I've got the DeGrom bobble. DeGrom bobble head. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. My kid's got his hat. We're going to make it happen. I love it. 
I love it. But listen, oh. it's all dependent on I gotta let like a week go by because if they start out like two and five, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Right. And then you get then you get the video you're looking for. That's what I need. That's what I need. I need it. Yeah. And I'm excited I will, though, dude. I will panic. I will panic early. And so will the entire fan base, because that's what being a Mets fan is all about. So now are you uh is New York slash Jersey allowing fans? I think they bumped I think Yankee Stadium and City Field are actually twenty percent to start. I know it, it started as ten, but I think there's already been a quick bump to 20. Don't quote me on that, but it's going to be, it's going to go up every month. They're, they're doing it like as a month by month basis. Yeah. And you, uh, yeah, you have state, you have fans in the garden for the Knicks and for the Brooklyn Nets and stuff already. So yeah, they're just going to keep increasing it. Yeah. And I think that's what, uh, I think Michigan went to 20% outdoor for tigers. And I guess that's, nice. that's all that we have for outdoor, but Hey, that's something, you know, you know, in all honesty, going to like a Friday night game where it's awesome being in a packed house, but not to have to deal with the bullshit of everybody there. Right. And just be able to go out and have some fucking baseball, some booze, some peanuts and sit in the stands without, you know, rubbing shoulder to shoulder with people the whole time. I'm not going to lie. It sounds pretty nice. It sounds amazing. The worst part of I've done two opening days and the worst part of it is the bathroom lines. Yeah. So if I I mean, I wouldn't pay up my ass to go to Mets opening day this year. But man, to go to like a Thursday afternoon day game and just have like 3000 people in the venue, just sit there and take the game in. Come on. Yeah. I'll, no, I'll, is... I'll probably do it. I'll probably drive out and do it. Dude, this is this is what you do. This is my plan for this year. So my nine-year-old is totally into baseball now. Fucking take him out of school. You go pick him up at school. He's the cool kid at school. Be like, we're going to the fucking Tigers game. Let's go. 70-degree day. You get day drunk to a certain extent. <laughs> and you watch some baseball. You have a good fucking time. You don't, and that's the best. The Thursday day game after opening day is the best game because nobody yes. goes, right? I can't wait. I cannot wait. I am so excited to get out and watch some baseball. And you guys are you guys are excited for a different reason. We're excited because all the young kids are actually playing now, and it it's just it's awesome. Yeah, that's where we were three years ago, two three years ago. I'm at the point where I can't get mad about it. The difference between you and I personally is that, unfortunately, Queens is a bit of a haul for me. So just for traffic reasons. So that's why that Thursday day game is great because I can get out there and back. Or even like a Saturday or Sunday. Carrie and I went a couple times two years ago and we leave at 10 in the morning on a Sunday and you get there in under an hour. Yeah. But – Unfortunately, Yankee Stadium is a little closer, but my child will not be subjected to that nonsense. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, hey, Tori, yeah, thanks for calling in, man. Keep, uh, you know, you you and TM, uh, you guys do your, your Mets thing and, and let us know how it's going week by week. I have a feeling he'll be calling again. Excellent. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Hopefully Talk it's good because he'll let us know the bad too. 
Oh, that's that's even better. That's even better. All right, here we go. Uh, oh boy, here we go. Oh, oh boy. What up, Ben Sportscast? It's your boy, the Duke, the Duke. and I heard the boys are back in town. The boys are show. back in town. What up, fellas? Been a minute. Not gonna lie, I'm excited to see that you guys are returning. I've been missing uh, one of my favorite shows to listen to each and every week. Uh, it's been a little empty place in my heart. Not gonna yeah. lie, but I'm here. You're, I'm here. I'm calling in. And I'm sure you guys are here to discuss sports, believe it or not. I imagine there's going to be some football talk. There's going to be some baseball talk. There's going to be some basketball talk. All right. Sure, not so much NBA. Probably a lot of NCAA. Um, But here we go. Here's my side of things. Vikings. Here we go. Uh, They're making some moves, making some cuts, making some cap space. I like the signing of Peter. Um, I like the line signing. Um, They made some pretty decent moves. Now they need to hang on to Neil Hunter, and let's go draft, baby. I see a lot of other guys out there getting excited about all these wildly veterans out there and signings and, you know, a lot of low-money signings and stuff. All right? Um, Even ours, Peterson, I'm not even sure – what kind of player? I'm sure he'll be kind of a starter split in time with the rookies, etc. Like balls, That's why balls, I like balls. veteran leadership. That's what we need on our defense. Uh, but, you know, that's a long ways away, so let's not get too caught up with that. Baseball, honestly, I haven't been paying attention to the Twins at all. I don't care about baseball until baseball season starts. Um, I understand we're looking all right, though. We're looking all Good right. One. No Mets. No Mets 2021 here, uh, but we're looking all right. Um, uh, that's him you know what? I'm all in on Michigan uh, for a lot because you know what? I need someone to cheer for, and Duke's not there, so why not? Anyways, I'm glad you guys are back. I'm Fuck yeah. A little bit more consistency. Uh, NBA talk, it's it's the Lakers to lose. LeBron's a stud. Fight me on it. You know it's He's, right. out. He's done. He's still playing out of his goddamn mind. Although that yeah, ankle injury. Come all right. Hope that doesn't hold him back. I haven't even looked at the news to see if he's back or not. <sighs> Anyways, I hope you guys suck up. No, that's not it. Skull! That's not it. I fucking love you, Jon Snow! Ooh, look yeah, at baby. that! Come on! <laughs> oh, okay, Chad. first of all, I have so many things to say. <laughs> what do you mean you're rooting for Michigan? Yeah, baby! Gophers were oh that's right they didn't even make the tour. so t- speaking about Michigan State and Rutgers we're the fucking Gophers yeah. see ya anyway ah! Ah! so what is going on with his talk about what is he even talking about with the Vikings, the Vikings? I have no idea yeah I mean who the fuck knows no 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 but it doesn't matter what they do yeah they Kirk Cousins. So they suck no matter what. I don't know what he's getting at. It is March, and I will tell you right now, hot take, binge sportscast, the Vikings will not win the Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, man, he's been on a terror. Vegas Paul. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just no shot. So anyway. Yeah, I I, dude, I don't, yeah, Chad, I have no idea. I don't hear this, fuck, PJ, what is this void in his life? We took a week off. It might be like a month, but three weeks. No, he just did a two weeks ago. We did a show with yeah, Chad. I know. We skipped, I know. We went, 
Yeah, we went every other. I God mighty. Anyway. It's ridiculous. <sighs> but yeah, don't, Chad, I can't talk about your football team of like your third and fourth string, like defensive backs. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's the Duke. What are you going to do? I know. It's fine. It's fine. Like you're, you call in and you say, I'm not going to talk about the Mets or the Mets, <laughs> the twins until base. It's like, dude, it's a week away. The Vikings yeah, have, are yeah, six months away. You're rooting against the fucking Wolverines. You have to be rooting against Michigan or you're not a real uh, gopher fan. That's how I look at it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, man, I fucking hope UNC wins the tournament no. <laughs> because Duke's not in it. Or anyway, oh, I forgot. I haven't said it on air, but I've denounced my fandom to the Duke Blue Devils. I'm now a Rutgers fan. So, uh, yeah, fuck Michigan. It's a weird thing when you're a fan of a, like a, a, a power conference school, let's say. And you have this this loyalty to your conference to a certain extent. Like I always want, like I would love if nine teams made it into the sweet 16 from the big 10. However, when eight of those nine teams lose, I'm not losing sleep over it. Now, if we lost as well, then I would be a, eh, uh, yeah, but we showed what's up. All those other fucking busters are busted. And go fuck yourselves. I'm not rooting for anybody. If we had lost and Ohio State was the last team in it, I'm not fucking rooting for Ohio State. Fuck Hell those guys. No. Hell no. You took great Hell no. and Oral Oral Roberts win. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. So I was you're the, uh, hardest, you're the hardest. You're the most tested team in the Sweet 16 right now. I mean, like Loyola had a. No, they kind of smoked Illinois too. I mean, you had the hardest game. Yeah, last night was he gave you the best game of anybody else. I mean, Monday especially. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. That game was, you know, and Michigan's like lost their essentially best player in that bullshit yeah. Michigan State game. Um, and they're but still he doing could it. Man. Play right? Was I hearing that there's a chance he could play? <sighs> They were saying last night that uh, that Juwan said he's not he's not progressing. I mean, there yeah. could be a ch- maybe maybe the last you know in 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 a final. But he's not going to be a hundred percent anyway. Yeah, it's not even worth it. It's you know yeah. don't just give give the other kids some time to to get adjusted to their role. Anyway, you got to um, score. You got to yeah. score against Florida State. If you can, if your offense can fucking roll for spurts, you'll. They won't. Florida State won't be able to come back on you. That's that's the key. You have to get ahead of them. They're one of the defensive teams, and that's how so we've you, been most of the year too. Um, we'll see how. Not that, last night though, God. We could not. We could not fucking stop that floater in the lane last night. Anyway. All right, so TM, I had mentioned before uh, oh, the BSV, text. the text, and you're going to have to translate this because I, I don't know what the fuck it says, but I think this is one of your boys. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. A binge sports cast exclusive. For the most part, 
fans are dumb. I'm oh, sorry. I just tried to fill dead air. But... There you go. Stop being assholes. All right. So this is from a 570 number. Ooh, Pennsylvania. NCAA pool questions for TM from an old friend, Rick from Moravian. <laughs> why does he call? Why does he call in? I don't know. You go yell at him. All right. So first question: A. Cade Cunningham, number one draft pick worthy. Not by that tournament, he says. No. I mean, we talked about this. I, it's it's all about potential, though, in the in the draft, right? I mean, the like Chad C was saying, there's guys in the G League now that are draft eligible. Um, mm-hmm. But well, <clears throat> kids a freshman. He's a guard, right? Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a he's a wing. He's a he's a guard. He's a wing. I mean, it's Still stand out like Jean Morant was. You know, I mean, it's. So I wouldn't say early first round. I get I I no, I think he'll be a I think he'll be a lottery pick. It's just a matter of which team needs that player. A lot of times yeah. you just don't know. You don't know who's gonna get the, the lottery picks, you don't know who's who needs what. Although there's you know, the NBA is positionless these days, so who's ever who's ever gonna be the has the highest potential, it's where you're gonna go. All right, yeah. question two. Will Gonzaga cover? This is your question. Will Gonzaga cover the spread through the entire tournament? No. Point, point spread takeover pools are the best pools by far, with an exclamation point. <laughs> I love the passion. I would say no, just because they barely covered against Oklahoma. I think they. Well, I'm actually trying to like quickly pull up this Creighton line because Creighton. Should have lost to fucking Ohio. Where is it? So it's 13 right now. Ooh. All right. I think they'll cover. Oh, wow. Fuck. That's less than the Oklahoma. They're going to cover against Creighton. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they cover all the way through, though. No. They, they have won every game by at least 10 points this season. It's got to come down. I mean, what do you think, man? Do you think they they – close this out do they do they finish the unlv do they do the perfect season i don't know man let me hold on let me look at what he fucking uh, beats the final four anyway but i mean they're good but so untested for two years like they didn't even play in the tournament last year so they've just walked through their conference now for two straight seasons like byu had them a little bit and then Gonzaga beats him by 10. So, I mean, they got a lot of tough games now, right? Because they got to play Creighton. They got to play the winner of that USC Oregon game. I don't think Creighton's going to be tough. I think they're going to destroy Creighton. I just, Creighton's coming out of the Big East. I think, I think sometimes, I think as you get deeper into this tournament, you got to start looking at conference. Sure, sure. But what I'm saying is, as they progress, they're going to they have to get harder. Right. And then they yeah. got to play the winner of the USC Oregon game, and then they play the winner out of the East, which is Michigan, Florida State, Alabama, or UCLA. Presumably, it'll be Michigan or Alabama, but either way, that's the Final Four matchup, which is a much harder matchup than if they were going up against Baylor or who's ever coming out of the Midwest, which is Houston. You know, 
no shot. Syracuse. Syracuse is going to beat them. I think it might be Loyola. Uh, crazy. I really do. I really do. I mean, it's just kind of working out that Cinderella story again, you know? All right. So one last question from your boy. So yes. it says here, Buddy Beheim score, scoring 16 points in a row is unpre- unappreciated. Who is the last to do it? Who the fuck? I don't I didn't even know. Is that Beheim's kid is on his own team? I'm yeah, not a Syracuse yeah. guy, so I have no idea. He put up like 34 in the first round. The first game crazy. I saw, yeah, 30 points, yeah. My worry, my worry about him in the Sweet 16 is the change of venue, right? I mean, they're all moving somewhere. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Some of them were moving between the first and second round, which made no sense to me. But all right, so what's the question? I, he, he just said he six, just asked last to do it. I mean, I don't think sixteen in a row is not. I don't think that's that. I mean, the the kid from LSU last night had seventeen of the first twenty four for LSU. Cam Thompson, Thomas, Thomas. Garza had to have something close to that yesterday in the first half because yeah. he had did twenty eight or something, and they had, you know they were losing somehow. So <laughs> and, and, I mean, sixteen in a row is a lot. Absolutely, I just you know, I'm just trying to think why he would ask you that. I know he's a Syracuse fan. Maybe it was Mello. Oh, because <laughs> uh, I, I know he's big Q's head. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. That would be my guess, Rick. I don't know if you listen or not, but I'm going to be calling you tomorrow anyways. <laughs> um, but I, my guess would be Carmelo Anthony because that run, that's what this year is starting to smell like, it's that freshman year Carmelo Anthony run. The last Syracuse, the last Syracuse team I remember year. is with the three named Michael Carter Thomas that Michigan beat their ass. So it's cool. It's cool. That's fine. And then he – Followed up with another another text that just said blew a survivor pick on Cade. So, so on Oklahoma State. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you guys, by all means, if you guys ever want to text in, we'll take it. It just, you know. Yeah, but call, man. Yeah, call. I'll talk to Rick. I'll get him to call in. He'll understand. He doesn't. I don't think because I told you I posted it thinking it was going to the binge group, and I posted it. I mean, not to brag, and this isn't bragging. It's just 20 years of Facebook. I have like 3,000 friends, but that's because I was promoting my ass off for my music for so long. So there's so many randos. But you see, like my sports friend, Tori, I haven't talked to in a long time, but he's one of my best Met friends. And then, yeah, Rick's one of my buddies from college who loves Syracuse and loves basketball. So that's just hilarious. Boner. Well, not that exciting, but <laughs> but look, man, right. Cuse is a great story. They do this all. Cuse, Oregon, Syracuse. You know what? Go fuck themselves, dude. This team, they're gonna lose by forty this week because that's what they do. They are the they are the pride of the ACC right now <laughs> yes. because North Carolina got their fucking faces. St- like spewed through an ass crack. That's how bad they lost. What an embarrassment to Wisconsin of all teams. Are you fucking kidding me? Ugh, and every commentator leading up to that game, oh, the size of North Carolina. They're they're a Final Four contender. And they just, hey, Roy, go fuck yourself, bro. Ugh, I don't have to love Duke anymore, but I can still hate the Tar Heels because they are fucking Duke. Me 
too. All right. Anything else you want to talk about, TM? I mean, it's uh, any other big surprises this weekend? I'm trying to think if there's anything I saw. Nothing that uh, stood out to me. Well, I want to just tell one quick story, and it'll be brief. So Sunday night, I watched through uh, Rutgers just blowing that game against Houston. And I, I don't remember exactly what the next game was that night. But, you know, just watching the tournament at that point for three straight days. And then I got a tweet about the Knicks in progress. So I changed the channel. I went over to MSG. And I finished the Sixers at the Garden. And uh, overtime game. Game ends with a absolutely horrendous ghost foul call against Julius Randle with less than five seconds. Up one. And Philly hits a one-on-one. Both foul shots. And that's the game. So just thinking about Chad C and his, you know, just condemning of the game that is college basketball as compared to the NBA. I just wanted to briefly make a couple comments on the differences in the game that I saw. Yes. Now, the NBA, (laughs) the game of basketball, the NBA game of basketball. Now, the guy... I forget his first day. I think Denny Green uh, – excuse me. I'm going to look it up while I talk here. But the guy on the Sixers, Green, he's – I think he was a Laker. I've seen him on 50 teams before this. But, okay, hitting threes from the corner, I mean, the sweetest of strokes. You know, not for nothing. They're better shooters. I mean, they're obviously more skilled in the NBA. They're the best of the best, right? Absolutely. But, I mean, you see some kids – when they catch fire in the tournament, they're fucking good too. But it's just another level in the NBA. So I understand that. And I, but the game itself, the 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 game under the glass, if you will, and the amount of like to still have to watch Dwight Howard play oh basketball God. for the Sixers. <laughs> Get off the fuck! Are you fucking kidding me? And he, there was one one scene scene like we're talking about a, a tv show there's one point in the game when they were setting up uh, for a foul shot and he's standing over rj barrett and <laughs> the look on barrett's face he was like get this motherfucker away from me like i would fear for my life if i was on a basketball court and dwight howard was just looking at me <laughs> you know it's like Ugh. all right dude sorry but in all honesty it is not a good product in my opinion, as someone who played basketball through half of my junior year of high school and grew up playing it, you know, everybody grows up playing basketball, but to sit and watch three days of the, of the NCAA tournament and just have so many memories and nostalgia and just enjoyment of the sport yep. and the tournament for what it is, right? And then to switch over because I'm starting to get back into the Knicks just because they're winning – and be subjected to that caliber of basketball, I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, to me, I'll take the NCAA tournament six days a week and twice on Sunday. I can't deal with the NBA. It's a fucking joke. I Dude, I completely agree. I I was telling you, as we were prepping for the show and, and waiting to connect, I had turned on 
the Lakers Pelicans game. The score was 103 to 78. There's <laughs> zero defense. It's literally zero defense played whatsoever. And this is coming off of watching Michigan LSU where LSU is literally pressing the entire game. The entire game. Yes. There's intensity and drama. And then there's the NBA. It is. There is. We talk about this before, TM, where going from college football to to, to pro football, where college football, you can just tell the skill level of half of the players not only couldn't make the NFL, but couldn't even sniff the draft or the the combine. Yes. The college basketball game where all of these guys, I mean, and and I guess the skill, the, the, the separation of the, the players is, is about the same, but these guys are, are giving their all right. I mean, the NBA has become such a offensive kind of I don't want to say street ball because it's much cleaner than that, but it's it's what can I do on the offensive end that makes me look good versus doing anything that's important on the defensive end. These guys go up and they try to block a shot, they get a foul, and it's every play, it's every play there's a complaint about a foul or <sighs> complain about a non-foul, and if there was any defense played at all. Otherwise, it's fast break, kick out, three pointer. I mean, it just i I don't understand how anybody likes the product of the NBA right now. No, I don't. I don't either. Maybe we'll have to have Chad back on to explain because he knows the league. He knows the players. I mean, when we talk to him, you know, we all like the same guys. I mean. Yeah, like and, Luka, Luka and stuff, but I, I just, I, I don't get it. And, and you're looking at a Laker game where they losing because LeBron's out for like six weeks. That's yeah. what and AD's so, out too. Yeah, they were down, but they were losing by twenty two. Oh, so what is that? I mean, why even air that regionally? Yeah, that was well, on TNT. Yeah, it was TNT or whatever it was. Yeah, well, obviously they just got fucked because LeBron got hurt, but ugh. Yeah, I, I, there's just no, and and you're talking about how people are are excited about the Knicks. The Knicks are 500, and I understand that's a are big. In the East, that's a five or six seed, right? Right. You know, I think the six right now, right? And I and I understand that, that but, shows the imbalance of the. Oh no, I'm not saying go yeah. Knicks. I mean, it's just like that's the imbalance of the NBA has always been West heavy. Yeah, but and even in the West, but it's always top heavy too, right? Well, I mean, it's, it's gotten a lot more top right. It used to be like eight teams in the West, oh, you know, five to ten games over five hundred, and then you had like the Knicks getting in. The one year they beat the Heat, this is years ago, but they were under five hundred. I mean, the, the East has always been a disaster. But here's the thing. All right, so the Nets sign Durant, who never plays, and yeah. Kyrie, and then they trade for Harden. And now James Harden is like this reincarnated greatest basketball player of all time, distributing the basketball like he's fucking Magic Johnson. And the Nets win 15 of 17. And you can't even bet on them to win the East because it's already a foregone conclusion. What the fuck is that? I mean, they were like the fucking seven seed last year. Right. Uh, But that's exactly it. Right. And it's, oh, 
James Harden decides that he's going to fucking play now? Like, and then but I got to fucking hear about his triple-double for five play, fucking days. When he was on the Rockets, we all knew him from being outside of Houston. We all knew James Harden as good for 50 a night, but never could win the big game. Now, all of a sudden, he's this fucking ball distributor. He, he's like, he's unbelievable. We'll see what happens when it comes down to it in the postseason. But he's like reincarnated the greatest fucking three-point threat in the league. All right, here's all right. We're gonna do so, it. It's it's great, but I don't I don't respect the Brooklyn Nets. I think it's annoying. They grew I grew up with them in Brendan Byrne Arena at the Meadowlands in New Jersey. And I still don't think it's catching on in Brooklyn either. It's still Knicks town. Go away. All right, Tim, we're gonna do a quiz here. Ready? This is why the NBA sucks. And oh you might be able, you might be able to give me a name here, but I'm looking I'm looking at the bottom six teams in the NBA. Okay. I want you to name me a player on every one of these teams. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. All right, go for it. Okay. The worst team in the league right now is, is the, the Minnesota Rock- Timberwolves. Oh. Can you name me one person on the Minnesota Timberwolves? I mean, I don't know if he's still on the team, but Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> I don't know that he is. I don't think he is. I, I think he got traded. Is, that's no. why they're bad. No. All right. The next is that's the Detroit. The next is the Detroit Pistons, and you cannot name Blake Griffin because they released he's him. Net. He's a net. I didn't say. I don't even know. Yeah, he's a Brooklyn net. They were yeah the the Pistons literally paid him money to leave. Maybe yeah. somebody on the Detroit Pistons. Sounds like Bobby Bonilla. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't no, know anybody. There, there's nobody. There's nobody. You wouldn't know if you don't live here. Uh, okay. The Houston Rockets. Okay, John Wall. Hey, way to go! One out of three. Uh, yeah. The Orlando Magic. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Penny Hardaway. <laughs> Penny Hardaway. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right, we don't have to continue with this. But the next, the, the Washington oh, Wizards. The Wizards have um, Russell Westbrook. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. They do? Oh. Yeah. yeah. That was the John Wall Russell Westbrook trade. That's how I know that. Yeah. And then the last is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, um, let's see. <laughs> Kyrie Irving? Oh, is, what's his name? Is uh, Ky- Kevin Love still on the team? Uh, he might be, but he never plays. Oh, yeah, he he is. Is. He's dead. Though. Yeah, I think he's there because he's so overpaid he can't get rid of him. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, Andre Drummond's on that team still from the Pistons. Anyway, that's the whole point. If I, if I, gave, you the, if I gave you the bottom six teams in the NFL, you'd be able to name me 10 players on each of those probably players. yeah i could i could i could name every, every offensive player on team. back quarterback yeah. and every secondary probably right. yeah it's well that's fantasy for you though yeah but see i don't fuck look up. it's listen it's different i mean i think the and the i understand what you're saying and the biggest factor is games played i mean it's 16 games in the nfl you know so every it's like every week I mean, if the Mets go into if the Mets go on a road trip for two weeks and they go five and you know seven, I'm a little bit bent out of shape. But when the Dolphins lose two road games in a row, I'm fucking losing my mind, you know. Right. So it, it 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 compounds. It's I think that has a lot to do with it. And 
So there was another point I was going to make there, but I forgot. But I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, and I, I think, I think you know, 162 games in baseball, it's a lot. Also, I mean, for fantasy purposes, I'm about to join uh, Fantasy League and draft on Sunday night. I'm panicking. I don't know anybody. I mean, I'm, I'm a year, I'm a year and a half removed at this point. Yeah, but everybody is, right? I mean, for the most part. Yeah, I think I'm. I mean, did they do fantasy last that, year? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Hmm. Weird, but whatever. All right, back to the NCAA. Last question. So, as we wrap up the show here, yes, we've got four games on Saturday. Loyola, Oregon State, Baylor, Villanova, Arkansas, Oral Roberts, and your boys, the Syracuse-Houston game. Anything stand out to you in any of those games? Well, what stands out to me first and foremost is that you're looking at Syracuse and Villanova. And when you come from the Northeast like I do, those are – two teams that you, you just can't get away from. So Jay Wright with Villanova and Bayheim at Syracuse, you know, and, and, and this is one thing I was thinking about a lot while watching the tournament all weekend. I think this sport more than any, the coach is as close to an actual player, you know, than any other sport. I mean, I think you're right, man. Right. It's you, yeah. it's the it's the usual suspects all the time with these coaches and these coaches change like the UCLA guy was in Houston was in I think it was Houston. And, you know, did well, but now that he's in UCLA and is able to recruit better athletes, he's now making more of a, a name for himself. And- basketball. Give me, give me the ball because I'm going to dog it. What the fuck is this? Uh, very true, TM. Um, yeah, we just had some technical difficulties, which is no surprise for tonight's show. God damn. I think Skype got sick and tired of me waxing poetic about Syracuse, which is fine. It's fine. Ugh. I don't need them to win the championship. Just win the next game. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, we have, uh, so Saturday, Sunday games, the game I was most worried about I think was LSU coming into this weekend for Michigan. Uh, we've played Florida State, I think, you know, twice over the last seven or eight years. And I think you were saying to me earlier, TM, can't remember if it was on the show or not, but um, that we just need to score, which, you know, we, we've we done it both ways in terms of playing defensive games or playing offensive games. And really it just comes down to – Michigan doing what they can do and getting guys to step up. It's last night we had, you know, a bench player, Shawnee Brown, uh, come out and do his thing, which, you know, he had a career high last night, which helped us, you know, get past LSU. Mm. Um, I don't, 
I don't think this Michigan team without livers is championship worthy, but can we get past Florida State? I think so. Um, and then it's going to obviously come down to Gonzaga and anybody else that comes after that. So, um, But I'm excited. Sunday night, Sunday evening, 5 o'clock. Um, yeah, Sunday right. night's the, Sunday's the night, man. You get Michigan and then the uh, USC game. Yeah. And, wow. and regardless of what the teams were, right, at this point, you know – You've you've gotten past the games. Um, there was a game yesterday that just was it yesterday or Sunday? I can't remember, but you know one of these Cinderella stories that they win their first game and then they come in and then they just get their you know doors blown off. And you're like, okay, that was nice. That was great that you beat Ohio State, right? But, but that team, but Oral Roberts is still in. You're talking okay, about right. like in Ohio getting smoked by Creighton. Yeah, exactly. Alpine, Texas getting smoked by UCLA. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. It's like great. I'm glad you beat the two or the three seed, but now I've got to watch you lose to an 11 seed, right? Nice. Instead of watching the three seed play the 11 seed or whatever it was. Um, but I'm still excited for the weekend. Um, and and I think, you know, you, I think the USC Oregon game. So the Pac-12 is the conference, right? They're the conference that got everybody through. Mm -hmm. And so now those two teams go head-to-head. And not only are they going head-to-head, but both of them just steamrolled their previous opponent. And I just think that is the most intriguing matchup of the weekend. And I think that the... CBS feels the same because that's the last game of the weekend. But anyway, you know, that that's the one I kind of want to sit down. There's so much drama there. If the right announcers are on it, you know, it doesn't – I mean, I can't name you a player from either team, but yeah, I'll, no, be, it I'll, be, I'll, I'll be locked in. Matters. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, let's Rat- get out of here, T.M. Rafferty is the best, man. He is. Yes. And Nance, too. We make he a lot of fun of Nance for all his bullshit, but – well, he puts up with a lot of Romo to be able to sit here and do the, <laughs> the Masters and shit like this, which is what we love him for. Masters, and, uh, three weeks away, TM. Yo, how about Jim Nance getting thrown into the uh, the commercials with Barkley and Spike Lee and uh, oh, Sam? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, He's like, amazing. Jim Nance signing off. <laughs> I can't wait, though. Masters, three weeks away. Bit oh, of my news. God, I, I was just reading that Ricky Fowler has to win this upcoming weekend to make the master's cut. Oh, for Christ's sake. Ricky Fowler is like the spokesperson for one of my exclusive uh, seltzer drinks. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Don't say that. No, he still will be, but oh shit. So that's coming up this weekend. All right. I'm going to put a little money on Ricky. I think it's maybe it was this past weekend. I, the most interesting – all right, so was it Lee Westwood, right? Yeah. The one that his girlfriend was his caddy. Was that he, this weekend? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, she has been his caddy. Oh, okay. And he, he finished second in, I think, the last major. And then he was seen the following Monday doing a practice round at Augusta with his son. And when the round was finished, he said, my son will be my caddy for the Masters. Whoa. 
And I was like, that's fucking awesome. I was going to say, fuck that kid. Yeah. No, that's great. How cool. You're obviously making a huge mistake having your girlfriend on the course with you anyway. So yeah, that's, golf, that's what you golf's all about. Adjustmently. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, I can't Sorry. wait. Yes, the Masters. All right. So when is the NFL draft? End of April? Yeah. Yeah, it should be. The 24th. All right. So I'm thinking Third. and we're just now you're hearing friggin', you know, off air stuff, but. Yeah. If we have to go Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday with the tournament next week, we should reconvene after that. Yeah, we'll definitely go after. We'll go Wednesday or Thursday of next week and just jump in and, and chat uh, Final Four. Hopefully, I really hope Michigan's in it because then we can have a good time. Maybe Law will come on. Just kidding. You say what? <laughs> he hates us. So right. they're still doing, I mean, as far as, so they're still going Tuesday, then the same, like, like final four weekend. Saturday, Monday, is right? It's still the same as always, right? So. It was all a hiccup in the beginning because of the they protocol. Because yeah, they, they have the days, days off, off and stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't, listen, Monday did suck. But Monday didn't suck because, like. There were games on while I was working. I was fucking listening in my car. Monday sucked because the matchups were all blowouts. That's right. what happened. And this upcoming week, it doesn't matter because you, you only have two games each night, right? They're night You're not getting the day games anyway. Correct, right. So and Monday, so Tuesday will be great. Monday, Tuesday night, you actually get games, which is awesome. Yeah. Traditionally, the Sweet 16 games would be like 4 p.m., through really late Thursday and Friday anyway. Yeah. And they don't overlap. So what we're actually getting for this year with Saturday, Sunday, sweet 16 is there's no overlap. So that that's actually a plus. Right. You get a little bit. It's a little bit. You're like, fuck this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But now it's all good. I mean, for, for the avid fan like us who, who is just into, I mean, you have a team, but I mean, just overall into this, the setup's been fine. I mean, yeah, like I have, I have no complaints. I mean, I had to go to work yesterday, but, you know, most people are still working from home. It would have been better last week, yes, if it was Thursday and Friday, but it's okay. I mean, listen, doesn't matter. If you want to watch it, you're going to find a way to watch it. So Agreed. it's back. Love it. Agreed. All right. Yes. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Let's uh, reconvene next week. Go blue, not go Wolverines, by the way, TM. Uh, and so, uh, that's it. That's all I got. So you are the Michigan Wolverines, though. We are. We are. Go blue. Okay. Yes. Colin, leave your <laughs> leave your messages seven zero eight three one six. I was just thinking about that. Uh, the post that Chad D put up. Just it's had fucking Harbaugh's face dancing. <laughs> Yes. All right, sign off. I'm bombed. Right. Hey, I'm fucking Lovey Jones. No, it's pleasant. Hey, ba 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 ba. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at bingemedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at patreon.com slash binge media. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget. Shut up. I'm waiting. Vegas Paul. <laughs> <laughs>